Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So today, um, I'm not going to be leading worship, but I um, have Auntie Antu who's going to be uh, sharing a little bit about the song introducing, and we'll have a karaoke uh, to to lead us into worship, and the Antu, of course, will lead the way. So um, um, after Antu um, uh, doing the worship, we will have Baxi uh, Duk, Doctor Duk, to help uh, um, with our next segment, and then um, of course we'll come into the word, and it's open uh, open mic. Open microphone if you have something to share. Um, if you have any testimonies that you want to glorify God, and um, anything that uh, you want prayer for, um, we are open as a family here. And every time that we have uh, together like this, it's it's wonderful um, just to talk about God and to glorify God in in the words that we say. So please, until I would um, let you um, go ahead. First of all, thank you for for this honor, and uh, I would like to let you guys know that I am in no way a professional. I don't read music. <laughs> I know I can't can read a note, so but I can sing along. So um, I pray that uh, that God will lead us today with the song that uh, that we are going to uh, to sing right now. It's, it is called uh, Joy to the World. Uh, I have been thinking about a different song, but a few days ago, God gave me a sense that uh, maybe we should think about something else because right now in this time, seeing whatever going on in the world around us, sometimes a lot of times we forget to rejoice. And uh, we forget that we are always focused on the things around us and things in our own life and forget about rejoicing. So before that, I would like to uh, share a um, few Bibles with you, verses with you uh, in Philippians 4, from 4 to 7, because we sing this song, because this, these are the words that has been care that have been carrying us through um, my life and my mom's life, including. Uh, so, I would like to share with you. So it goes like this: Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And um, yeah, we. Um, I would like to honor uh, Christ. Remember his. Uh, uh, celebrate his uh, his coming to this world and die for us and and give us the eternal life and uh, he saved us uh, so I don't know what else what more precious than that and amen 
Amen. And I would like to ask all to remember this. We should celebrate this every day and rejoice in him. To be grateful and thankful for, for his, his uh, saving grace. Okay. Uh, do you have something? Uh, tweet. The karaoke thing? Oh, are you sure? What, what? Okay. Should I play it on my phone then? Okay. There it is. Thank you. Yay. Praise the Lord. I am not a computer genius. <laughs> That's why I couldn't do this. All right. Joy to, Joy the, to world. the world. The Lord, the Lord is come. Let us receive. Let This is the only time they were going to do this. <laughs> that was good. It was speedy, but. <laughs> hey, are there any more? 
<laughs> Going this road, Jamie, we could knock off like 12 songs. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh remember, in remember in elementary school, we, we went to the gymnasium and sang like 10 Christmas songs? Yes. Awesome? <laughs> great memories. Totally. <laughs> anyway, hallelujah. Uh, I have an idea. I have an idea like this. Uh, because the Zoom cannot uh, transfer the cell up many places in one time. So uh, when we sing together, uh, it's broken. We cannot hear very well. So yeah. I uh, suggest uh, one of us will sing only and the other people will stop. And sure. only one sing, then we can. Yeah, until you will be singing. Uh-oh. <laughs> right share another idea too maybe um someone could display the music on whatever a phone or whatever and then each person could have the lyrics on a separate screen yeah. maybe yeah. just an idea yeah <laughs> or we could do it in rounds like we were kind of doing do you want to sing again yeah, we could yes. try yes okay. sure. that, that, that other one was to too fast i like you to sing slower okay. <laughs> so, so, so listen so what we are going to do now is we, uh, we are going, I am going to um, bring the, my laptop down to my studio and I will play on piano the song and you yeah. guys will just mute yourself and sing along. Okay. Sure. Okay. That will okay. work. That, I okay. Will, will work. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Okay. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. Could we make a song request? <laughs> what do you want to sing? How about, um, oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, oh, oh come, I all you faithful. That. That's a good song. Okay. As long as we have the words, because I don't remember all the words. So, three, um, um, yeah. If you can, um, take the, um, if you find the word, then you can post it on, um, just PowerPoint, dear. What is the song called? Joy to the World. Oh, come all you faithful. Which one, and Chaplin? So, uh, Jamie suggesting the, um, uh, what, what song was that, Jamie? Oh, come all you faithful. Oh, oh, come on. Oh, um, okay, give me just a second. And, I'm just, yeah. and we've got a piano player. That's awesome. He has two. Oh, wow! Well, are you a musician? He he is uh, doubly anointed. Neato, oh. that's amazing. But I can't read a note. It's okay. <laughs> you can sing. You can sing. I, I think your voice is better than uh, a thousand pianos. Right on. <laughs> okay, so. Each one of you, if you can take the word uh, of the um, Come All Ye Faithful, and you can okay. sing it for yourself while, um, while alongside with my music, that would be okay. Good. Okay, Twee, this is going to require a coordination here. We need I'm to sing in the spirit. <laughs> sing in the spirit. Well, you can try. Let's <laughs> you know, see how okay. it works. Just try. We'll see how it works. You know, you never know. Just unmute yourself. Yep. 
doesn't matter. God knows. God sees. Our, God our sees hearts, our right? heart, and and He sees the worship. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Amen. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. That's great. Joyful, 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 oh come, joyful, 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 was much better hallelujah better? yeah praise the lord thank you jesus uh, very good yeah we'll have this coordinated better we'll have to, one day yeah. the technology will come up we'll figure this out yeah but you know what god hear our worship crystal clear yeah. Amen. God hear our worship Amen. crystal clear. Amen. Amen. And that's why it's Amen. important. Amen. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. Um, um, at this time, Grandpa, would you um, share us with you uh, your experience in life and your word of God that God has put in your heart? Okay. Thank you. Um, uh, thank God for... Uh, to be here to share the God teaching. Uh, today I want to talk about the thing God has given us too many things, but somehow we don't 
recognize it. That is our problem. So I, one day I uh, walk behind my house on the trail, and I met a, a, a friend. And I asked him, "Do you have anything joyful, happy, and interesting?" He says, "No, nothing, because of COVID." Stay home and depressed and boring. And I said to him, "There's so many wonderful things now, but you didn't see anything. You don't have anything. You have to find it out. Maybe something wrong with you, because so many beautiful things God gave us. How come you don't recognize it?" I said, "Oh." Yeah, I could try, and he said, "How about you? You find anything interesting?" And I told him, "Yeah, I found it on the Jidai funeral. When I watching that the funeral, I found something God gave us, and I feel very special. And I would do like to share with you." Because um, when she died, passed away, everybody surprised and said, "Oh my God, he's too young, and he's uh, talented. How come he died so soon, too early? That is terrible thing for him." But I heard the priest who uh, did his funeral uh, and his sharing. A story, and he said there was a young man who um, his uh, his boat was uh, sinking, and he came to a isolated island. There's nothing to eat, nothing to 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 um, stay, so he had to. Build himself. He cut uh, he, he, some uh, branches and make a a place for him to stay. And he have to go to the ocean to try to buy to to find some fish to eat and go to the jungle to look for the food. And slowly he build up his life over there. Because that is an isolated island, so he had to take a long time, and he doesn't have any tool or anything to survive in that jungle in isolated island. So we have to go and try day and day, month and month, to settle and hit life in that isolated island. So one day. He get back from the ocean with uh, some fish, and as as he come back to his shelter, and he saw the shelters were burning. Oh, and he he cried out, "Oh my God, my my work for how many months, year, and now is burning. How can I survive?" 
everything gone. And as he was uh, crying like that, and he looked at the ocean, there's a boat coming, a ship coming. Uh, and he jumped up and in happiness because uh, he was safe. And the people on the boat saw, uh, told him, we saw the, the, the smoke and we saw the fire on the island. And I know, we know that is an isolated island. How come there's uh, people in here? So that's why we came to rescue you. That is a story about burn, but it's not burn. So the, the priest saying, Chi Tai is a young man who was a die when he was uh, famous and too young, but he did, God did call him back because before he died, he, he was a baptized and become God's children. That is the good thing. Everybody should happy about that. Yeah, burn, but not burn. He die, but not die. He come back to God and have an everlasting life. That's my story I want to share with you. So we always, God give us so many beautiful things, we should recognize it. We have to look for in all our life, we have to look for the thing God given us. He, got, he gave us so many things, but we don't recognize. We have to enjoy that and happy about that. Yeah, thank God for the love of us and have mercy on us and save us. Amen. 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 Wow. Amen. Thank you, Grandpa. Thank you. you know what I see, Grandpa, is, um, you know, sometimes, um, you know, the, the boat is like God, and, and God is attracted to the smoke that was burning, right? And, and so the boat came to mm -hmm. save the man on the island. And, uh, you know, in, in the spirit, I see that uh, sometimes we have to, to live our life uh, as a living sacrifice. And, and how God's, you know, how we sacrifice our life is like, you know, is like, is like being burned up. And uh, the smoke that comes from our life goes to heaven and it, uh, it got God's attention. I don't know. I'll leave that at that. <laughs> mm. Amen. Yeah, sometimes you see something bad, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's only the beginning. That's right. Always don't yeah. for that. That's a good reminder that, you know, um, sometimes the things that we lose in life, uh, we, we can gain something else, right? Yeah. You know, the, the man on the island thought he was losing his, his house and his livelihood. But at the same time, he gained uh, um, salvation. He gained, he was rescued by the big boat, right? And Jesus is our big boat. And Amen. so sometimes, you know, we have to lose certain things in order to gain something better. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. It's a great Amen. reminder. Yeah. In all so don't, don't get all too worked up about losing things uh, that's, that we have in our lives because, um, you know, God wants to give us something better. Right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, hallelujah. Well, um, Tweed, do you have anything to say? Well, you wanna... I don't have a lot of um, time today, but maybe um, um, in Psalms in chapter two, like every week we always talk about. Um, and so today's uh, Psalm, um, I would just want to share that um, God just put in my heart uh, in Psalms chapter two. Let me see here. Um, it was about the nations just raging and fighting, but um, I I see it as in the last verse in, in um, chapter two, verse 12, because last week we learned chapter one. Um, the last verse is, blessed are all who take refuge in him. Okay, or blessed are those who trust in him. And, you know, many times in our life, I find that we are always raging, fighting, not with the physical, not with the guns and with um, weapons, but it is more of an internal. It's always the war either in here or in here. And there's always, you know, good against the evil and it takes away our peace. There's no peace, especially at this time. But I thank God that the time is now here. You know, whoever has been waiting for peace, whoever is in chaos or in war, be happy and rejoice. Like in Philippians for rejoice because Jesus has come. He is born, you know, to save us. He is here to give us peace and he is here to stay. And we just trust in him and we take refuge in him. This is my verse, my verse and my word for everyone today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Um, well, I, um, I want to talk about um, a Christmas message because we are in the season. And um, hopefully this, this uh, message uh, will bless you. Um, but before I start, I, I want to start off with uh, a few jokes. Is that okay? What do you call a Santa who is broke? St. Nicholas. <laughs> Where do Santa and the elves go to vote? The North Polling Station. That's right. What do you call a root reindeer? Rudolph. A root bee. And what country is Santa Claus from? <laughs> North Polish. So that's that's my um, you know uh, you know that's it. My Christmas message is done. <laughs> You can go home now. <laughs> no, thank you, Jesus. Anyway, hallelujah. Um, anyway, you know, we are in the season. This is a season of 
of Christmas. And you know what? Christmas is 365 and a half days every day. You know, every day is Christmas Day. And uh, we have the joy that is within us, not just in December 25th. We have the joy every day. You have to believe that. And, and some days it's hard to believe that you have the joy, but I'm going to tell you, you have the joy. You know, we are like those people that are rescued on that big ship that came to rescue. You know, I remember when, when Grandpa, I just remember that when Grandpa was talking about the, the boat that came to rescue the man. You know, I remember the um, some of the YouTube videos that I've seen about how these Vietnamese people that were escaping from Vietnam, these refugee boats, and they, they would cram like hundreds of people on these boats. And these boats were escaping from Vietnam and were looking for uh, freedom, um, you know, in Thailand, in Cambodia, in Malaysia. So they escaped Vietnam and um, many, many boats did not make it. A lot of them sunk to the ocean. Many people died of hunger. Many people, um, you know, drowned in the in the ocean. So and then, and then I see the, the big American ships or fishing vessels came by and rescued these these people, these desperate people on the boat. And uh, Grandpa's story reminded me of that. Is you know all of us are trying to escape our our Vietnam, our spiritual Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? where in Vietnam, there was persecution, there was um, our freedom taken away. In Vietnam, there was um, slavery, there was, um, you know, it was a dark place. And then we try to escape it. Then comes along this big boat that God sent, right? And uh, they, they rescued us. And, uh, and so we go through life on, you know, living on this big vessel that God created. His, this vessel of grace, truth, and mercy. And so we're looking at life from that perspective. You know, have you ever been on a, a huge ship before? Uh, I think uh, at one time when we were in San Diego, we were able to... Uh, we boarded, um, like, it's called the USS Midway. It's like an aircraft carrier. And it was huge. It's like two football field or something huge. And uh, it's, it's, that's how God's, you know, the kingdom of God is like that. We're on this big vessel cruising through life and looking down, you know, looking over the boat and and seeing whatever vessels that need rescuing. And then we, we, we're like, come, come aboard the ship. You know, you don't have to, um, you know, be in the open ocean anymore. You don't have to be lost anymore. You don't have to be in danger of drowning and in danger of, of dying of hunger and thirst anymore. Come aboard the ship. Right? And who wouldn't want to? Right? And this is Christmas. 
And so I, I titled this, Jesus is the reason for the season. Hallelujah. And so I want us to come to the to the knowledge of why why we celebrate Christmas. Why what is it about you know Jesus? Why are we so excited about Jesus? And and this is really what I want to talk about today is 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 why the prophets were talking about Jesus. Why, you know, since the beginning now until the end of time, everything is about Jesus. And then people want to know what is so special about your holiday? What is so special? What is the joy that's inside of you? Why are you so crazy about Jesus? Why do you talk about Jesus all the time? You know, people sometimes in my early day, in my Christian days, I, I would talk about Jesus all the time and, and they, they go like, why are you such a Jesus freak? Why do you talk about Jesus all the time? It annoys me. And so. You know, sometimes I would make people mad because I talk about Jesus all the time. Um, you know, I remember one time, uh, you know, 10 months after I got born again, and uh, I called, I made a phone call on the Twitter on uh, October 31st. That was Halloween. And I talked to her, to, to her, and I never known Twee ever. I never knew Twee before. But I just pick up the phone, call her. And I preached Jesus to her for three hours. Can you imagine? I, I preached my first message to a complete stranger, who is now my wife, of course. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I preached to a complete stranger for three hours about Jesus. Like, you know, and sometimes she would ask me questions about Jesus, and I don't even know. But... You know, I just I just spoke from my heart, okay? <laughs> For three hours. This I guy was a good uh, pastor at the time. <laughs> well, you know, Dad, I, I I didn't know much about Jesus. I didn't know much about the Bible. But there was something about Jesus that's inside of me that that I can just talk and talk and talk. <laughs> and um you know, and I, I, I want you to be able to see, say the same thing to your friends and family. Is it like, why is this guy or why is this woman talking about Jesus all the time? What is so special about Jesus? You know, why should I hear from him? Why should, why do I need to hear about Jesus? Right? You know, why are you so excited about Jesus? So I want to talk about Jesus today. Is that okay with you guys? <laughs> yes. And uh, and let's let's just go to Matthew chapter one, verse eighteen to twenty-three. You know, even my children get uh, get tired of me talking about Jesus. <laughs> right, Jimmy? Don't answer that. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Are you guys ready? If you're ready yeah. say amen. 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 
Amen. Okay, thank you. Hallelujah. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her womb is of the Holy Spirit. She will bring forth a son, and you shall call, call him, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sin. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord to the prophets, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In, in Luke chapter 2, we're going to jump there. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 11. Actually, let's go to verse 8. You guys all there? Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. So the angel said, Good tidings of great joy I bring you. And you know what? Good tidings of great joy. Do you have great tidings? Do you have good tidings of great joy today? 
Do you have this joy inside of you? Amen. Grandpa, do you have this joy inside of you? Antu, do yeah, you have this joy yeah. inside of you? You know, this is the joy that, that we find ourselves when we're on that boat. The, the, the boat of salvation, the boat of, of, uh, of, of uh, God, you know, that we are safe and we are secure. And we don't have to worry about anymore. Hallelujah. Blessed are those who seek refuge in you, right? That's what we heard in Psalm this morning. You know, those who seek refuge in God are like those people who are on that boat. Because they are found safe and that God is with them. And what I want to talk to you is what is this good news, this good news of good tidings of great joy? What is this joy that's inside of you? Because when we know about this joy, we can share it with others. We can tell others about it. Right? And I'm going to give you four reasons what this joy is about. And so that you can share with other people. This is a reason to, to remind each other of this joy you know because you know i've seen a lot of people go through life especially christians they go through this life encountering many trials and tribulations and and they forget about this joy that's inside of them and i want this joy to be like that burning candle inside of you always this burning candles hello you know, in, in, in Exodus, God is talking about keeping the, the candles, keeping the light in the tabernacle burning always to never let this light burn out. You know that? When, um, you know, in, in Luke chapter 1, before, before Mary found out she was have the child of the Holy Spirit we found out from the angel Gabriel who spoke to Zachariah and uh, the angel says to Zachariah that that his wife Elizabeth is also going to have a child right and Zachariah was the priest at the time and his job is to go into the temple and to give offering and also to light that candle right and so today i want some of you some of us may be hearing this message and your candle is flickering and the light is dimming right this light of you that, that that's inside of you is flickering and and it's wavering because because of the, the the hardships of life and the trials of life that that is is burning away and, and robbing you of that joy and um i want to remind you to keep this light burning always hallelujah and what is this light that's inside of us number one 
He will save us from our sin. You shall call him Jesus, for he will save us from our sin. And that, that's the first reason for our joy, is he has saved us. He has redeemed us because we are all sinners. In Romans 6.23, it says that for the wage of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. For too long we have lived in this land of death. This land of the shadow of death. Right? This land of darkness where sin abound. And when, when sin is abounding, God's grace is much more. Along the same line, it says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So here, I'm going to remind you, sin brings forth suffering. It cripples us. It binds us. It takes away our freedom and our joy. It wants to drown us in the, in the ocean of death, in the oceans of depression. Then comes along Jesus, who plucked us out from sin and death, and lead us to safety, protection, and provision. Amen? Is that not Amen. cause for great joy? You know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves where we came from. You know, you, you, may th you may think to yourself, well, I didn't kill anybody, I didn't murder anybody, but you know, it's more than just killing and stealing and murdering. No, it's about a life on this big ship called salvation. Okay, so on this big ship called salvation, it has everything, everything that you needed. Not just for this life, but the life that is beyond. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2, it says this, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Right? You are dead in your trespasses. Everything that we do and we are buried in it, you know, we're up to our neck in our trespasses and our sin. When it talks about trespasses, we've done wrong. We say things wrong. We did a lot of things that were wrong. Even our thoughts were wrong, right? So we were walking according to to the, the way of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that, that works right now, today, in the sons of disobedience, among whom also, also we all once conduct ourselves in the lust of our flesh. Paul says this, fulfilling the desire of our flesh. We were carnal people. We were carnal beings. 
and we've done many things wrong, right? If somebody say the same something wrong about us, uh, look at us the wrong way, you know, our flesh was strong, and we want to make sure that they know about it. We want to put that down. And by nature, we were children of wrath. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loves us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. Hallelujah. You know, I call this boat salvation, but it's also go by another name, the boat of grace. By grace, you have been saved. That means that you didn't do anything special. You didn't work to earn, you know, somehow this, this boat just came across this ocean and then bumped into you and said, hello, do you want to be rescued? Do you want to come up here? And then you're looking at your, your little dinghy boat and you say, yeah, let's go, right? Who wouldn't want to jump on God's boat of grace, God's boat of salvation? Because we all wanted to to escape this kingdom of darkness and 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 be translated into God's kingdom of, of light, right? And so this is how I found myself 21 years ago. You know, um, somebody told me about Jesus. You know, that person had a reason to speak to me about Jesus. And I'm like, I was just a young man at that time. And I'm like, what is he talking about? Why is he going on and on and on about Jesus? I'm like, okay, um, I'm listening. But what he said spoke to me. It touched me in a way that no one could. And he had sown those words. Because of those words, I became born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I am discovering every day that this boat called grace, this boat called salvation, is a wonderful gift from God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Num number two. God loves us. If there's anything that we need in this life, it is the love of God. People, people say, I need food, I need water, I need comfort, I need uh, a job, I need a wife, I need uh, a healing, I need, you know, I need this, I need that. I'm going to tell you, the love of God encompasses all of that. The love of God gives us all of that today. He doesn't deprive of us anything. And so what we need to look for is the love of God. Everything else pales in comparison. You know, you may enjoy your nice house, nice car for a time, but it, it will break. You may enjoy the a relationship with your husband and wife, and one day that too will will be burnt off. You will grow old, right? The love of, of a man 
or a woman is good for a time and season. But I'm going to tell you, you want to look for the love of God. You know, there, there's nothing in this world that you can find that is equal to the love of God. You know, the love of a mother for her child, it's almost there. But the love of God is even greater. That God love us. And we remember in John 3, 16, for God so loved you and me that he gave us his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We remember that verse, but we forget this one. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world or to judge the world and to say to the world that you deserve hell. No, he came, he sent his son into the world so that through the world, that the world through Jesus might be saved. Jesus is the reason for the season, my friends, my family. Amen. Romans Amen. eight Romans eight thirty eight. Paul had this revelation. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created things shall separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul discovered that life cannot separate us, that death cannot separate us from the love of God. No, you know, no power, no principality, no devil, no Satan can separate us from the love of God. So if you feel threatened today, you know, some, some of us are, are living threatened. We feel threatened because maybe the government is going to raise tax. We feel like maybe coronavirus is going to get us. Maybe we feel threatened because, you know, they're going to fire us. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, China is going to take over the world. Okay, if you feel threatened like that. Uh, if you feel threatened that Biden's going to win the presidency, you know, don't, none of those matter because God's love is greater than any of those things. See, we allow these thoughts to come into our lives, into our brain, and, and, it, and it makes us forget that neither death nor life, nor angels, powers, principalities can separate us from the love of God. So why are you worrying? Why are you so fearful? We are not fearful today because we are on the ship of grace. On this ship of grace, God's protection is with us. Hallelujah. You know, Amen. those big cannons, those big cannons on the US, uh, USS Midway is nothing compared to the, the cannon that comes out from, from the presence of God. No powers of principality can stand. Let every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen? If you're, Amen. In today, if you're in fear, in worry, in distress, in anxiety, Jesus is the reason. No more fear. No more worry. 
if you have Jesus and Jesus is with you, let joy be your portion. Amen? Amen. You know, Jesus said in John 16, 33, he says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me that you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be a good cheer. Let your joy remain. Let your joy be full, be complete. Don't let anything or anyone rob you of your joy. Amen? Are you hearing me today? Amen. Don't let yeah. anything rob you of your joy because we go through this. You know, the devil wants to rob us of our joy. That means he wants us to forget about Jesus. And when we forget about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, when we forget that, Forget our joy. Our joy will go down. And when our joy goes down, the strength to stand, the strength to to fight is gone. The, the strength to, to go to another day, you know, is gone, right? The Bible says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So that's what the devil is going after, is he's trying to steal away your joy. Steal your joy. So what if they're going to raise taxes? So what if your fridge is almost empty? You know, don't let anything steal away from your joy. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God loves us. Number three, He will be with us and in us. I'll say it again. He will be with us and in us. Okay, we just read. What did we just read here? In Matthew. This is what Gabriel says. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Translated, God is with us. Right? God's name is Emmanuel. That means that he will never leave you nor forsake you. When you're facing hard times, even facing death, Circumstances may not go your way, but I'm going to tell you, He is beside you. He is with you. And you need to know that you are with Him. Amen? You need Amen. to know that you're on the side of the winning team. In Deuteronomy 31, 36, God spoke be strong and be of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you, and He will never leave you nor forsake you. Can I get an amen for that? Oh, Helen. 
Choppy Hay. Um, Deuteronomy 3, 31, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, He is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Amen? Amen. Amen. But He's not just with us. He's want to be inside of us. God wants to be with us, but He also want to be in us. In us. God is not content to sit in an empty building. Okay, when we go to church, you know, we always think, when I was young, I go to church, I always think, only in this building, this is where God is. I didn't realize that God is with us and that He can be inside of us. We are the living tabernacle and He wants to fill this tabernacle with His presence. Do you guys know that? You realize that God, God is not just content to be in the same room as you. He wants you, He wants to be inside of you. That you are His room. John 14, verse 16 to 18 says, And I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, that He may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to with I will come to you and I will be in you. Is this not good news? This is good tidings, everyone. Good tidings to everyone who hear these words. To the shepherds in the field, to those who are sitting in darkness, to those who are oppressed and depressed, to those who are broken, heartbroken, spirit broken, to those who are homeless, who are forsaken, abandoned by their mothers and fathers, by their husbands and their wives, by society. God says, I will never leave you orphans. I will come to you and I will be in you. So you will not be lost. So you will not be afflicted. So you will not be um, vulnerable to the devil, to forces of darkness that's trying to steal, kill, and destroy. Are you hearing me? Mm -hmm. This is your reason for your joy. The reason for your joy 
and not just joy but great joy is he will never leave you orphaned you are his children and he will be with you and he will be in you hallelujah are you Amen. blessed are you blessed today Amen. Jesus is talking about his Holy Spirit and you know when the Holy Spirit comes to us he will help us in so many ways that I cannot count okay you know the life with the Holy Spirit um, maybe one day we will we'll talk about our lives with the Holy Spirit because it's it's another another sermon we can talk about this but I'm going to tell you in John chapter 16 Jesus said this the Holy Spirit will convict us of our sin he will teach us the truth he will reveal the truth to us he will lead us he will comfort us he will help us in our weakness he will teach us how to pray and he will glorify Jesus and the Father this is our Holy Spirit that we can have today this is the joy that we have the Holy Spirit is what's gonna keep the light burning on the inside of us the Holy Spirit is the the brightness that is inside of us are you hearing me the Holy Spirit yeah. is our light without the Holy Spirit we have no light you know uh, uh, the, the Hebrew word for a temple without the light of God is called Ichabod it is a tabernacle without the light of God the presence of God but we are not Ichabod the glory of us the, the glory of God is inside of us amen he is Emmanuel and he is with us and he is inside of us the fourth reason for our joy today I remind you again and again and again and we can never forget Jesus Christ is coming back for us God is coming back for us there is a second coming of Christ and Jesus is coming back for his bride does anybody who know know who the bride of Christ is who is the bride of Christ we are we are amen to those who are born again to those who are believing in Christ we are the bride of Christ and you know what one of the the work of the Holy Spirit is he is preparing us his bride
for the coming of Christ. It's not enough to be just born again, go to church, be a good Christian, and wait for Jesus. That, that's, that's not how it is. That's religion. Okay? The Holy Spirit is working in our hearts, in our lives, to prepare us. See yourself as Esther. You know when Esther was um, in the book of Esther? Okay, that's the Esther I'm talking about. Is Esther was a Jewish girl and she was chosen to be the bride for the king. Okay? Out of the 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 hundreds and thousands of of uh, young virgin in the land uh, they they chose the king chose Esther right and before the the Esther was even uh, before she was given to the king she had to prepare herself to be his bride and 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 I've heard it somewhere that you know she had to soak in uh, a bath of perfume for a year <laughs> you know they would put these roses and flowering things and she would soak in this bath and and it would make her very beautiful and and smell very nice right so like esther we are a virgin that the Holy Spirit is preparing and that when Jesus come he will see a bride that is without spots or wrinkle Paul says this in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 for I am jealous for you with godly jealousy for I have betrothed you to one husband that I may present to you as a chaste virgin to Christ. And this is not just Paul speaking. This is the Holy Spirit speaking to Paul. And the Holy Spirit is saying that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. In the Bible, we see uh, several instances where... Um, uh, virgins uh, are, are preparing to meet their bride and um, you know there's several women that I want to talk about that, um, that God uses to, uh, to give us a picture of, of the bride of Christ and the first picture of the bride of Christ is Mary the virgin mother of Jesus she is a representation of the bride of Christ. She's a virgin. And she is saved, born again, filled with the Spirit. Right? And then Christ, the Holy Spirit was, was over, upon her. And then Jesus was born from her. Another woman is, is Esther that I told, talked about already. And the other one is Ruth. You know, Ruth had to leave Moab, okay? 
So Ruth was a Moabitess, and, and she's, a, she's a woman from the country of Moab. And she had to leave her country to go meet her future husband, whose name is Boaz, right? And Ruth, as you know, is the mother of Obed. And Obed is the father of Jesse, and Jesse is the father of David. Ruth is David's great-grandmother. And they call Jesus the son of David. The other picture I'm seeing is how when Isaac went to find a wife. Isaac found Rebekah by the well, watering the sheep. And the last picture I want to show you about the Bride of Christ is a woman, the Samaritan woman at the well, whom met Jesus. Jesus had an encounter with her on his way to um, um, Galilee, I think. But it is th these encounters it shows a picture of the bride meeting her savior, the bride meeting her her Christ. And we are that bride that Jesus is coming back for. And Jesus is coming. There is a second coming of Jesus. In Daniel 7 it says, I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the ancients of days. They brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away. And his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. Matthew 26, Jesus said to him, It is you said, nevertheless I say to you, hereafter you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming on the clouds of heaven. In Luke 21, Jesus said, Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. And I'll leave you with this final scripture. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Paul saying that may your may God appoint himself sanctify you. So in this life, the work of the, the Holy Spirit is to sanctify you and prepare you because Jesus is coming. And when he comes, he will see a bride that is blameless, preserved blameless without spots or without wrinkle.
And that is you and me, my brother and sisters. So it's not just about going to church. It's not about, you know, believing, you know, saying your prayers. No, it's about allowing God to preserve us blamelessly. To, uh, it's allowing God to sanctify, consecrate us for a husband, a groom that is coming. We will meet with him. We have a date with God the Father and Jesus Christ. And it's called the marriage, the marriage supper of the Lamb. There's going to be a feast, a wedding feast waiting for us one day. And this is the reason for the reason. We are so joyful and so happy that, you know, when you're engaged, okay? Have any of you been engaged? Twee, you're engaged. I was engaged. Dad, you were engaged, right? Yeah. You know, until you were engaged, right? You know, during that engagement, there's so much joy and expectation of, of one day that, that we will be united with our Savior, with our husband, with our wives, right? There is that joy of, of, of meeting that, that person that you love and consecrated that person in holy matrimony. And that's the joy that we have today, every day, as Christians, as believers, as the Bride of Christ. And I just want to leave you with that. Amen? Merry Christmas. Amen. Amen? Okay, thank you. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas to everyone. Okay, em chào anh Thông. Merry Christmas, anh Thông nhé. Does anybody have a comment? Chị Anh Thư, do you have uh, anything you want to add or comment? No, thank you for the word. Yeah. We are very blessed by your words as always. Amen. Amen. Jamie, do you have anything you want to say? For me to be in this group yeah. with you guys and be blessed by all of this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jamie, do you have anything you want to say? Okay. Anh Thông có có muốn chia sẻ gì không? Anh Thông. Thì mùa giáng sinh thì cũng chúc cho mấy anh em trong hội thánh chúa được được thành của chúa ban cho anh em trong buổi sinh này thật là tràn đầy amen 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 grandpa do you uh, do you have a comment yeah uh, just like I just share we try to look for God work every day life to find a good new good uh, uh, joy and happiness God give us so we have to look for that amen amen, amen. well before we leave I'm gonna uh, say a prayer for you and uh, bless you okay Heavenly Father I just thank you Lord for today thank you Lord for the word that you've spoken through your prophets through your Holy Spirit Father God 
And I pray, Lord, that, that we remember the joy. We remember your word, Father God, inside of us. Father, I pray that we be a holy sanctuary for you, O God. And that we give ourselves over to your Holy Spirit, Lord, to prepare us, Lord, to meet your bridegroom. So I thank you, Father God, that you are the reason, Father God, for our joy. If only for you, Lord, it is sufficient. That you are the sole reason why we are so happy, eternally happy, Lord, spiritually happy. Lord, that we are saved that we are sanctified, separated, and called by you, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us, and that we rejoice, Lord, in your presence. We rejoice, Father God, for you have redeemed us, Lord, from our sin. So I thank you, Father God, for this, this season, Father God, of Christmas, that, that we may bring this message of joy this hope, Father God, hope of your glory, Father God, to, to share it, Lord, with everyone around us and wherever we go, Father God, that there is a hope for a reason for, for, for this joy, Father God, that you are the reason, Lord, that no longer that we are uh, sitting in the darkness, no longer that we are suffering in our sin, but that, Lord, that you came to save us. Thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus, that was born, Lord. There was a time that you were born, Father God, in our hearts. So I thank you, Father God, that you are alive in us. And Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us. So bless unto, bless uh, Grandpa, bless Anchok Lin, bless Antong, Jamie, uh, Dana, uh, Leah, bless, um, bless Jessica, Lord, and, and the children, Lord, this family, Father God, Lord, bless them, Father God. Fill them to overflowing. Let their joy be abundant, be complete, and be full, Father God. Let nothing steal away from my joy, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give ourselves over to you, and we invite you, Lord, to do a great work in our lives, Father God. We invite you to do, to sanctify us and consecrate us. So, Father God, bless everyone today. Bless everyone, Lord, with blessings of, of um, peace and comfort and of joy, Father God. We thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Và tất cả mọi người chúc ban chúc lành. Dạ. Yeah. Yeah. Cảm ơn bố. Dạ. Yeah. Yeah. Ok. Bye bye. 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 bye.